Hi, and welcome back to this podcast series called The Alphabet of the Heart. My name is James Kirby, and I'm here again with Dr. James Doty. And good morning, Dr. Doty. Good morning, uh, James. It's always wonderful to hear that Australian accent. <laughs> it's good to be back here in the podcast studios here at Stanford. And uh, if this is the first time you're listening in, uh, this is uh, podcast number six in our series. So uh, you might like to go back and listen to the previous podcast to get a sense of what this series is all about. But in essence, um, Dr. Doty wrote a book called Into the Magic Shop that was released and it has really been somewhat of a bestseller and you've traveled around the world and it's been translated into how many different languages now? Uh, I think it's going on 22 now. Oh my goodness, that's really quite amazing. And in that book, Dr. Doty outlines um, a mnemonic that he created called um, the alphabet of the heart. And we're going through each letter in that alphabet, starting from C ending at L. And today um, we're starting with letter G. And we're focusing on gratitude. Last uh, podcast session, we focused on forgiveness, but today we move to gratitude. And Dr. Doty, well, he is the director of CARE, the Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education. He's a clinical professor of neurosurgery at Stanford. And Dr. Doty, these sessions always have three parts. We first start with the background of the letter and then some science and research on the attribute and then a, a few practical tips. But to begin... What made you decide to include G or gratitude in, in, in your uh, alphabet of the heart? Well, <clears throat> as I was reflecting on my own journey, uh, and uh, you alluded to my book, uh, uh, <clears throat> with a difficult background and a lot of struggles, which um, f I overcame, fortunately, because of the interaction really with one person who changed how I looked at the world, but... As a result of that interaction, it really changed the trajectory of me, my uh, <laughs> the trajectory of my life, and um, um, and I realized on this reflection how grateful I was for that interaction and thankful, and how the interaction of this one person um, proved so powerful in my own life. And then I thought about how I've tried to live and to. Um, be of service and to give to others uh, because uh, each of us, and in fact probably almost anyone who's listening to this podcast, um, is actually fortunate because there's so so many people in the world who are suffering. In fact, most of the people on this earth are um, in much worse circumstances than we are. So to be thankful for your blessings, if you will, and the fact that uh, you and I are together today, uh, is just uh, really wonderful. And I thought having gratitude, and when you look at the science of this, which I know we'll talk about a little bit later, um, there's an immense amount, an ever-growing amount of science that demonstrates how gratitude and these other positive emotional states uh, <clears throat> boost our sense of self uh, and boost our immune system and a whole other... Uh, number of physiologic responses, and also uh, actually uh, gives you resilience towards stress. Oh, absolutely. How do you then go uh, building gratitude into your daily life? Because, I mean, 
being a, you know a neurosurgeon in hospital you have to be so focused on the task that you need to take care of i could imagine it could be easy sometimes to fall into the trap to focus on just what you need to do um how do you look at cultivating that um, sense of gratitude and demonstrate that on a daily basis well i think this is the challenge because unfortunately a lot of people who are successful by various standards whether it's wealth position um, actually amount of power they sometimes uh, believe that it's all about them and that the reason that they have achieved those things is because they have some special ability or insight or talent. And as a result, they feel that others are inferior or that they don't have to pay respect to them or they're not particularly important because it is all about them. And the fact of the matter is that there's not a human being who is alive who has not received the support benefit of others around them, whether it's a parent, a sibling, a coworker, a boss. None of us would be here today without the support of another human being. Mm. And so when you talk about the hospital, um, <clears throat> there are physicians who, again, have this sort of uh, attitude of how important they are. But I recognize from my own background uh, that what I do uh, requires an immense amount of support of other people, whether it's uh, the person who's cleaning the bedpans, changing the sheets, sweeping the floors. These are important jobs which allow me to do what I do. And by acknowledging them and by acknowledging how privileged I am to be in the position that I am uh, to be able to be of service to save lives, to cure disease is just something that uh, uh, I'm very appreciative of, and I don't forget that. Um, so it wasn't too hard to put it into the alphabet. <laughs> no, ab ab absolutely. One thing that does does interest me is when you um, you know show your 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 gratitude towards another. It's sometimes interesting the different responses you can get. Um, certainly, I've noticed when I've uh, you know let somebody know how grateful I am for, for perhaps even the smallest thing that they've done. Uh, sometimes it can be met with a real, um, you know, almost thanks of, oh my goodness, I, you know, that, that's very kind of you to, 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 to see that. But others almost look at you that you're, um, what are you talking about? Like, what, why are you saying this to me? And is that perhaps because they've not been the recipient of, of much gratitude themselves, so they don't know how to respond? Well, I think uh, that certainly could be uh, the case. I mean, it is surprising sometimes how uh, people, um, if you will, who uh, are in positions that actually don't have much power associated with them, almost um, feel as if they don't deserve to be acknowledged or um, thanked, mm -hmm. as if somehow, unfortunately, their dignity has been... Uh, taken away such that uh, they just accept the fact that most days they're not going to be acknowledged or uh, given thanks or shown gratitude for what they do. And I've certainly seen this. So on the one hand, uh, because of that reality, they may be shocked when uh, you acknowledge them. And the other is that uh, sometimes it's like a person says, how are you doing today? Well, they don't really want to know how you're doing today, mm. right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's sort of a social That's it. uh, statement that really has no meaning behind it. 
And so sometimes there might be this feeling that it's inauthentic and it's just uh, sort of a routine that you're doing, but you don't really care. And this is really why it's important that you make sure in these situations that you are present for them. It's not like you're walking by and you go, oh, hey, hey, thanks, yeah, thanks, man. It's thank you so much for what you're doing. I, I really appreciate it. You know, without you here, I wouldn't be able to do what I do or you make my life easier. And just a, a simple statement of sincerely like that, which is perceived as sincere, really makes a huge difference. And the other side of this is that my repeated experience has been that when you do these types of acts, you create an environment around you where people want to be of service to you. Mm. So as an example, <clears throat> sometimes uh, I am up in the city and I park my car at the same garage and there's generally the same person there. And I've seen people scream at this person if they're he's not moving fast enough to get their car, do all of these, you know, sort of mm. just generally not nice things to the person. But... You know, I know how difficult it is uh, in those situations, how they're making minimum wage and barely getting by. And so, you know, whenever I see this person, I acknowledge him. I always try to give him uh, a significant tip because that tip is important to him. It's not going to have a huge impact on my life, but by acknowledging him. So whenever he sees me, he greets me. He puts my car at the front. He always gets it first. And it's not because I demand that I would be just as happy if he got it whenever. But the fact of the matter is that when he sees that I'm appreciative of him and thankful and recognize his dignity, it has a huge impact. And he wants to be of service. And this is the chain that we can create, this uh, pay-it-forward type of attitude. Because when you get everyone, no matter who they are, no matter what part of society, engaged in being their best selves, it works out for everybody. That's absolutely correct. And it, it, it's interesting when you pause and, and, and reflect on gratitude, you know, it's about being mindfully aware of you and, and others' interactions. And then also perhaps even engaging in a little bit of empathy as well there. You know, you are empathically engaged with that gentleman as well. And then we can engage in that form of gratitude. Um, and, and that was a fantastic example of seeing uh, gratitude unfold in, in daily, daily life. Moving into the, the second part now of the, of the podcast, discussing some of the science and research related to gratitude, you know, we've really sort of focused in on the fact that gratitude's about stopping and recognizing and valuing the support um, that others make and, 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 and recognize and, and show how, how much you valued um, that help and that assistance. And, and how it can then be bi-directional. In, in, in so doing that, you've then created a positive interaction between you and another that can then ripple out and, and impact then. It's almost like a contagion, um, other people in their life as well. And some of the research has found that gratitude allows for a celebration of that particular present event. It also helps reduce perhaps levels of envy or jealousy, which can, can creep into our daily life. Um, grateful people we've also uh, the research has shown uh, are more stress resilient as you were mentioning before Dr. Doty and it can help also strengthen the immune system and encourage us to take better care of ourselves so create better sleep habits for example so really there has been quite a lot of research now documenting um, how uh, taking a, a, a sort of a 
grateful or, or emphasizing the gratitude in one's life can really shift the focus away from being on the negative, always spotlighting the things that annoy you or you regret or that you uh, become jealous of and starting rather to see that event for that negative perhaps starting to see the event from a different lens, wearing a different pair of glasses, and what was it about that that you could be grateful for? Um, so Robert M. Emmons from the University of California, Davis, has done a lot of research in this area. No, that's right. And uh, getting back to the statement you just made, what happens to so many people, and one of the challenges of modern life is that events occur and Obviously, in many cases, we can't control them at all. And if that event somehow impedes us in some way from accomplishing our goal, and it could be even something minor as somebody cutting you off in traffic, what people forget is that none of these events have any power. We are the ones who decide they have power. And when you take, frankly, an event that is really minor, and then focus on that and create a negative uh, uh, perception of that event, it really is quite toxic to your health. And when you reframe events and you look at situations from another's perspective, this tempers that uh, uh, desire that spontaneously happens sometimes to attribute um, some event that interferes with what you're trying to do as having a negative component to it. But like I said, when you reframe it as an example, you know, where if I were rushing to work and uh, somebody cut me off and I immediately go into this mental mode of, you know, that guy's a jerk, he's selfish, uh, you know, didn't he understand I'm trying to get there and he's cutting in front of me. And then when you change the perception of this individual and say, well, what if this was an individual whose wife is in the car, she's nine months pregnant, she's broke her water, she's bleeding, he's trying to get her to the hospital. Well, what's happened here? We've had this immediate, absolute shift in perception to change the power of that event to one of saying, oh my God, let me pull over and let me help this person get to the hospital versus having this anger. And, and the fact of the matter is these people who do these things, he, pro he may not have done it intentionally at all. He may have been, as I gave the example, going to the hospital. But we've created a framework to uh, be negative. And we don't know anything. And so my point here is, if you reframe it also to say, listen, wow, uh, I wish him the best, whatever is motivating him to act this way. I'm thankful that I'm safe. I'm on my way to a job. I have a job. And uh, uh, it's truly a blessing because so many people don't have cars. They don't have jobs. And uh, uh, they're suffering. So, wow, this gives me an opportunity to reflect on my own situation and be grateful for it. Exactly, exactly, and, and that's and that's always the struggle. And there's been a lot of people um, in in the research who have really tried to focus on okay, when an event happens and it is a negative event, yes, we can't perhaps um, totally you know forget that that has occurred. But what are some things that happen there that you didn't initially see? 
that perhaps if we spent some time and just slowed down and took the perspective of gratitude are there that you didn't initially spot. And that was so classically laid out just then in that example you just gave with the car driver. But I do think in Western society, we're becoming so individualistic in our approach to the world. And as you said, you know, everything uh, is because of me is why I'm a success. Um, And if I don't show that and convey that to the world, people might not think I'm um, as strong as what I, you know, need to be. Uh, That kind of uh, perspective or mentality really diminishes uh, how well you value gratitude in your life because if you show gratitude, you start to recognize that you're not completely independent, that you have received support. Um, And that sort of cuts against the grain of individualistic motive. Well, you're right. And um, the interesting thing is the cultivation of positive emotional states is so, so powerful and in fact, fundamentally, that's what this alphabet is about. But particularly in regard to gratitude, if one of the things that I do at the start of my morning and at the before I go to bed is I just sit for a few minutes in silence and think about how blessed I am to uh, have my position, which I certainly would not have without the support of so, so many people, the friendships, your family, your children, uh, the fact that uh, I live where I live and have the opportunity to be here with you today. These are extraordinary, extraordinary gifts that uh, when you reflect on them and you see how so in so, so many ways your situation is, is actually much, much better than so many other people you really can't help but be grateful. And this is the thing is you have to stop, though, and acknowledge this. And it's the acknowledgement of it. It's being present and aware of this. You know, when you we talk a lot about meditation practices and contemplative or, or reflective practices, and uh, there's a great Buddhist saying, actually, that says, if you don't think you have 20 minutes a day to meditate then that means you need to spend an hour meditating. (laughs) And the point is that without these types of taking the time to have these types of reflections, you're actually cheating yourself, and you're creating oftentimes this uh, toxic, negative emotional state that doesn't help you. And frankly, it also uh, hurts those around you. And when you take the time to engage in gratitude to reflect on your blessings, it really sets the stage uh, for um, actually our next uh, um, part of the alphabet, which is H, which is this idea of humility and recognizing that we're all connected and each of us is important and of value. Yes, and, and, and that's right. I think gratitude is one of those fantastic attributes that does start to really recognize the interconnectedness and its dependence of not only yourself but with the rest of the world around us. And you can also see how all these attributes are so connected as well. But certainly you were mentioning some, some, some fantastic sort of practical ways to start to cultivate gratitude, which is obviously the third part of these podcasts. And just to, to build on that just a little bit further, 
so some examples is to do what Dr. Doty was re- uh, was uh, suggesting there. You know, sen- spend some time perhaps in the morning or in the evening, uh, purposefully reflect on perhaps the day and and uh, at moments that you were grateful for. He might like to also keep a gratitude journal. So there's been research showing how that can be particularly helpful. Writing down three good things that happened each day. Perhaps even write a gratitude letter to somebody you've never properly thanked. So really taking the time to, to write a sincere message from the heart, uh, thanking that person for whatever it is that they did and to show you that and to show them that you were grateful uh, for what, what for what support they did lend you at that time. Another um, one that comes to mind, of course, is um, and, and Titnat Han is, is amazing with this, is uh, almost this process of mindful eating. So I'm just, this just comes to mind because we just shared a, a wonderful meal together and taking the moment to just stop before you start uh, eating and, and just recognize the non-elements there. So yes, of course, the, the food was there on the plate, but where did that food come from? You know, who was involved in um, allowing that food to be there on the table? Um, the people who uh, helped farm the land, the animals themselves, uh, the rain, uh, the sun, etc., etc., and that just adding a, a greater level of appreciation and gratefulness for the meal itself, um, and it can really make the 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 meal experience a far more uh, meaningful meaningful one as opposed to just <laughs> swallowing it without chewing. Well, we we have to confess though that we actually had donuts this morning. <laughs> So, <laughs> what are you doing to me today? <laughs> we, we we were thoughtfully eating donuts this morning, mindfully eating donuts, <laughs> and and I do recommend it. It was it, I perhaps only had one donut instead of the three or four I would usually hurry. Just, yes, <laughs> actually, I, I introduced Doctor Kirby to uh, an apple fritter today, and. Uh, it, it is actually, he was so, so grateful he expressed this to me, actually, repeatedly. <laughs> oh, my waistline is not grateful, though. <laughs> but no, absolutely. So um, th- there's a couple of little um, tips and strategies. Another one also, of course, is uh, going for a sense and savor walk. So what that means is just perhaps going for a 10, 15-minute walk and just walking slower than perhaps you normally would and just try to get a sense or great appreciation uh, for what surrounds you, and uh, and again, that can help spark this sense of gratitude, again for the nature around us. Um, so there's a few little tips there. So we've got a, a physical letter, or um, you know, you can also uh, go to the beads that we've talked about previously to act as a physical prompt or cue to engage in this practice. A gratitude journal, and perhaps also some mindful eating. You could also give something up that you really like for a week. So maybe I should give up donuts for a week and then see my gratitude for <laughs> I'm them. I'm not sure if that's possible, James. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but this uh, podcast is, is rapidly drawing to an end before we talk about any more of my eating habits. <laughs> uh, could I actually, though, uh, back on a serious note, you know, one of the things that I think sometimes we forget because uh, <clears throat> it's easy to take for granted is really how our partner, our spouse, uh, allows us to uh, do what we do and supports us. And sometimes we don't express that gratitude openly. We assume they know that we love them or that we're appreciative. But really, I will tell you uh, that when you actively express this to your partner or actually your child or a parent 
or even uh, somebody you work with or your boss, how appreciative you are of their support, you can't even imagine how good it makes them feel because so often in our busy world, uh, we just take it for granted. So really on a closing note, uh, I would suggest that you just try that today and, uh, and see what happens. What a fantastic way to, to finish up today's podcast. So please listen to these as often as you'd like. Um, all the uh, other podcasts are up there on the Seacare website where you can download them through iTunes or Dr. Doty, your website. JamesRDodyMD.com and IntoTheMagicShop.com. And thanks again, James. Thanks, Dr. Doty. And next week, we'll be looking at the sixth letter, which is H for humility. Bye for now.